Authentication is one of the big challenges organizations face in securing their IT and is a major priority of the Obama administration, as evidenced by the White House's recent release of the National Strategy of Trusted Identities in Cyberspace, a blueprint to create an online environment where people and businesses can complete transactions in confidence. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro, GovInfoSecurity.com, and I'm joined by Bruce McConnell. He's counsel to the top IT security executive at the Department of Homeland Security, Deputy Undersecretary Phil Reitinger. Welcome, Bruce. Thank you, Eric. To start off, tell us a bit about the National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace and why is it an administration cybersecurity priority? So, as you'll remember, last May, the President released the Cybersecurity Policy Review, and in that, one of the top ten near-term items was issuing a strategy in this area. So, we're very excited to get this out on the street for public comment. Two weeks ago, we put it out, and we're getting a lot of interesting comments from people, very helpful suggestions about how we can improve the strategy, and our goal is to release it later this year, probably in October, in final form. The goals of the strategy really are to to paint a roadmap on the way forward for this key area. You'll remember 15 years ago the famous cartoon in The New Yorker where two dogs are sitting in front of a computer screen and the dog says to the other dog, the great thing about the Internet is nobody knows you're a dog. And that's still true and it's still somewhat funny, but in a world where many, many important transactions and interactions occur on the Internet, It's not so funny in those situations. The goal of the strategy is to lay out a path forward that people can voluntarily engage in a system which will give them and whoever they're dealing with, whether it's an institution or another individual, much higher degree of confidence that they know who they are dealing with. Are there other notable initiatives underway at DHS or elsewhere in government to improve authentication? This is the capstone initiative, the strategy, which is the way forward for a variety of other things that are going on right now. For example, every department and agency has different things that they are doing to increase the trustedness of electronic and physical electronic interactions. So, for example, here at DHS, we're working to create two-factor authentication for logging on to our internal systems. We are developing a situation where we can, as a result of that, have single sign on so people don't have to remember so many different passwords. We're hoping to extend that to the use of smartphones and PDAs, uh, and that's happening in a number of agencies. Similarly, NIST and GSA are working together to build out the FICAM framework for G2G, G2B, and G2C transactions involving citizens. All those things are happening under this larger strategy that really goes beyond the government to creating and stimulating the creation of an infrastructure that will allow trusted transactions to occur both in the private sector as well as with the government. Let's talk a little about the two-factor, multi-factor authentication, and that's where individuals provide something they know, such as a password or PIN, something they have, have such as a card containing an ID chip or a digital key, and or something that is unique about an individual, such as an iris scan or a fingerprint. As it relates to the IT systems, networks, and the Internet, where are we in practical terms in replacing single authentication, most systems accept today with two-factor and multi-factor authentication. And what are the barriers preventing widespread acceptance of two- or multi-factor authentication? I think there are two key barriers to adoption of a strong and reliable authentication scheme, if you will, for the country. The first one is 
the business case. This is your classic chicken and egg issue because it's one of those areas where the economics of networks come in place. So the value of the network becomes greater the more people join the network, but if it's a very small network, it's not worth very much and not very valuable. So this whole area had a hard time getting off the ground because it's been no advantage to make investments in it because there's not been a big demand for it. That business case issue is complicated by the other barrier, which has been the lack of consistent and interoperable policy and standards around authentication. So there has not been an agreement about interoperable credentialing, interoperable provisioning of credentials and authentication in a way that allows smaller groups, firms, and the government to develop systems that that will then interoperate. So I think those have been the two main barriers to moving forward in the whole scheme of things. Those barriers apply specifically, of course, to the use of two-factor authentication, which is one piece of this. Do you see any kind of resolutions on that soon? Well, one of the goals of the strategy is to create some momentum in this area by laying out a vision and promoting the idea, promoting the business case, thus getting some adoption. Another piece of this is to is the development of pilots, of experiments where some of these uh, things can be tested out in a broader scale and that kind of thing. So I think this is the beginning of the way forward. You can't get someplace if you can't see where you're going, and that's what we're trying to do here. The strategy is important from a cybersecurity standpoint, but it's also very important from an economic standpoint because uh, with increased trust, there will be less fraud and more confidence in the Internet, and in that way, people will bond new kinds of transactions and thus be a boost to the economics of the Internet. What role should government perform as either an authenticator or an organization that certifies third-party organizations to authenticate individuals, organizations, and technology? As you suggested earlier, there are kind of three parts to the process, right? There's identity proofing, there's the credentialing, and then the authentication. And I think that the jury is still out on where the government's role is in each of those areas. There's certainly a tradition in our country to have a strong government role in identity proofing. For example, the post office doing that work for people as they apply for a passport and that kind of thing. The goal of this is to assure that there are both government and private sector players in the space and that there's not uh, just one way of getting it done. And the key will there will then be to have agreements and understandings and confidence in the uh, level of trustworthiness of any of those players so that you can make a decision in any particular transaction or business arrangement whether you want to accept that credential across, across providers. Anything else you'd like to add? One of the most exciting things about the strategy, in my view, is the way that the vision lays out that stronger authentication can actually increase privacy. The idea is that in many transactions today, one has to provide a bunch of information about oneself that's not strictly necessary for the transaction in order to be authenticated by the service provider that you're doing business with. In the vision that we have put out in the strategy, that's no longer necessary. In that vision, you only need to provide the attributes that are specifically necessary for the specific transaction. So if you're going someplace and the only thing that is needed to know is that you're over 21 years of age, then that information can be provided and without providing all the other information about you and that you can then be authenticated and pseudonymous, not completely anonymous, in that transaction. 
A related piece to that is the recognition of the importance of true anonymity on the Internet. There are many situations where anonymity is critical, whether it involves exercising your First Amendment rights or just finding out information from the government about medical information or tax information uh, that you don't want necessarily tied back to your individual identities. So the system we envision in the strategy is one that has a lot of flexibility for the user and for the service provider in arranging just for the right amount of information to be shared. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you so much, Eric. I've been speaking with Bruce McConnell, Counselor to the Deputy Undersecretary of Homeland Security's Protection and Program Directorate, Amara Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com, and thanks for listening.